Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July seventeenth. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing okay. It's 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 toasty. It, the shed, you know, we've made a lot of upgrades to the shed. You know, one thing, one frontier we haven't we haven't passed is is AC. We're in a heat wave here in Central California. Oh. It is. Uh, it's got to be. It's probably about ninety in the shed right now. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm battling the elements out here. I just this builds character. Yeah, I like this podcasting uh, in the elements. This builds character. I think I, you know, like if I faint, I'm standing. If I faint, you know, you know what happened. Oh. If it, if it goes silent <laughs> on one end, also thud. I took I took a semi full swing last night. So I uh, oh had really rare rare babysitter rare babysitter and. Uh, the missus and I just. Oh, that reminds me. I woke up to text. I got to check. Yeah, I check. I got to check. I got a text. So you guys are goofing around the shake weight or something. The AG1. I got <laughs> yeah, like, had... what's better? I got to check it. I haven't looked at the text yet. I haven't looked at it yet. Uh, Kaylee, I, I all forgot I know about is, that. Kaylee sent you a text last night. It must have been late your time. Very. And early my time, I was at home in Cleveland and my kids are at my parents' house. So my kids are getting like a new house. Your kids are like, they wake up at like 5.30 and they're like up. And so I was like, I was like, I got a text from like Kayla, your wife like two hours ago. And that means, I, I know that means full swing time. This is what you guys were out taking a full swing. You were doing something silly and we were making fun of me. So making fun of you. So I got to, I got to catch up on that yeah. i was out of pocket for the uh, for for this morning except after this morning so catch up good i'm glad you took a full swing so i'm, I'm sweating That's it great. out i'm sweating it out in the shed now you know late <laughs> late afternoon the uh it was great though it was what a wonderful morning i you know i i hey. woke up i like uh yeah. the the golf had already finished i just didn't pay attention to anything and then i watched the re i watched the rear I was gonna say it was delightful. It was, it was amazing, and then and then Lock I had into the replay. I the, it was a great day, a magical day. I you know you got Rory winning. We'll get into that. Wimbledon was amazing, and then you rolled yeah. right into you know the Barbasol later, and just the I disaster, missed the Barbasol. Disaster! I'll admit, I missed your disaster of the Barbasol. It was it was an unbelievable day. <laughs> <laughs> just roll into this 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 event that everybody knows shouldn't be happening and just have these guys usually throwing up all over themselves on their way in has in our lifetime always happened after the open you, know, you have this major champions of sunday and then you have barbasol like well they got reno now you know in the states and now it, yeah that's true because we were watching we were <laughs> watching true. at the remember the club at st andrews we were at Yes. It was like three, oh, in, the, three yeah. in the morning. 
to like house music yeah. and jazz is like college, you know, putting out. There's for, a college. It was a yeah. college bar. Yeah. Just turn to your right, yes. and they're like coeds making making out, <laughs> and Chez Revy in the background winning the bar or winning the <laughs> winning the Reno. That was the highlight of St. Andrews. That was great. After we got over our food poisoning, everybody was like, why is nobody paying attention to Chez? He's about to put up. God, we would be out uh, so yeah. late in St. Andrews because like, we'd get leave the course at 10 p.m. We'd get food, and it was like midnight before you knew it. That was like one night we really went out. Yeah, but late, every right? every I mean, night it was like midnight was like the earliest yeah. time that we were. That's true. We were I wish we were sleep. back out there. Oh. While we're bouncing around, we got to do Victory Monday. Victory Monday, you tweeted about it. Andrew Bailey, former fried egg contributor, wins the Ohio uh, amateur. Big older guy, not 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 old by any standard. 30, any, 35, you know, stretch, probably 34. No, early 30s, I think. It's earlier 30s. Yeah, but wins an amateur full of uh, loaded college kids, you know, loaded with college kids, Big Ten players, wins it at Canterbury. I heard it was a, a, quite a scene up there. So victory Monday. You know, you know who else uh, and, uh, won in Ohio am at Canterbury? <laughs> the last one to win it. Big J. Following the footsteps. Big, big J. Kokrak. <laughs> now can't can't work out and top topping balls in the range now. Uh, how, the, how the mighty have fallen. So team smash icon, big J Kokrak. All right, let's get to it. You've already teased it. An amazing day. As I said, the benefit of my kids. Now I was at a family reunion. I had cousins. I don't see like 10 years, 20 years, big Irish family. Let me tell you, these guys taking a full swing. Like you talk about full swing. You think you hit it like 300 yards. Then you get on this like Kyle Berkshire guys are hitting like 430. I was like, holy shit. I can't do this. Family reunion. I see you guys every 10 years. Couldn't do that. So I was balancing that and my kids getting up at 530. Fortunately, my kids, you know, won out. And the last two days, I was alert and up and streaming this advanced tea times and pushed up th- uh, Saturday and Sunday. And man, did it pay off. I was grateful my kids had me shook and out of roused and out of bed um, for, you know, the end of the front nine this morning and the full back nine live. It was, I mean, this is why we like love pro golf, why we like to watch it, why we like to talk about it, why we're enchanted by it and set aside the links aspect, which we'll get to like the, the atmosphere of it. Um, this is, this is why we really, really enjoy and love watching this game and had McIntyre won, I think that would have been the case as well. Yes. Um, it was a fabulous just everything came together for a perfect stew uh, of uh, coffee golf this morning, and maybe tape delay golf for, for some of us. It was still Coast. coffee golf so. for me. I'll tell you that much. It was, <laughs> it was great, great coffee golf. So, um, where do you want to start? Should we start with Rory McIlroy, who wins with a birdie, birdie, seventeen and eighteen? Um, I'll say, like. The pictures, uh, you know, the, the picture, the, the Wikipedia entry won't tell the story. There are wins for for me that stand out that you'll recall. There was one at uh, the Irish Open where he eagled coming in that stands out. There's obviously like big time players, you know, leave an impression and more than what's appears on the Wikipedia page. And this was one of them. I'll say um, some Rory wins are just kind of like, well, that's what he should do. 
I'd say he's had two this year that have been legit impressive for me. The one in Dubai with the whole Patrick Reed undercurrent and kind of a shaky, like a weird 18th that's kind of bitten him in the past. And then this, clearly a different level. put A, a talent who was put on earth to do like special things like this. And he balled out in, a, in an incredible, incredible moment with the with the birdie birdie finish. Hey, can you hear the fan in the background that I just turned on? No. Okay, good. Good. No. It's good. That's I, did, I needed to test that. But yeah, uh unbelievable. I was I completely agree with your sentiment. Um and he shot thirty one on the back nine. He didn't birdie a par five in like twenty five mile an hour winds. Just give an idea of like you know, the, the tee times got moved up by wind and I saw people were, you know, pretty upset about that. I understand, you know, nothing sucked more than for somebody on the West Coast by the time moving up. I'll, I'll just say that. But like you saw the problem coming out in 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 the in the moments with the balls moving on the greens. Tom you know? Kim. Yeah. And, yeah so yeah, like others, that's why yeah. they had to move it up and to shoot 31 on the, on the back nine out there, not taking advantage of par fives. Uh, it's pretty mm-hmm. imp- incredible. Those iron shots. I mean, I can't. I think the thing that I I keep going back to is like what I love so much about links golf is the elements, right? You get the firm turf. You get the you know, you get a lot of quality designs in in links golf, but but the elements are what make it. You know, the wind is when you find when the wind's the only remaining thing that requires shot making. And we saw it with Rory coming in, right? You saw it with Bob McIntyre. I mean, one of the most incredible shots of the day was McIntyre laid back on a par four off the tee. They kind of were like, "Ah, I don't know why he's laying back. And then he hit this beautiful approach that he laid back. So he had a full enough shot in downwind to stop it, to get that spin on it. And he hit it to, you know, it was a true kick in, right? Um, but McElroy coming down the stretch, he he has a good shot at 16, just doesn't get it, doesn't make the putt. And then on 17, he, he knows he needs one birdie on 17 and 18, two really tough holes. Hits five iron, stuffs it in on 17 with a five iron. What I loved about the sequence on 18 was he hit a low draw off the tee, and then he had a cut two iron on the next shot. Like, when... What other golf courses are asking this? And the only reason that we we saw that out of one of the greatest players in the world, um, one of the greatest, what the probably the greatest player of the generation, the reason we saw that shot is because the elements asked for it, right? And that's the only thing that is left. Like golf in America, like it, it we don't get that twenty-five mile an hour wind. That's cold coming into you that way, right? Because of you know when we play these places, occasionally we'll get it for one round. But Lynx Golf, he has this in spades. He hit a cut low two iron from two hundred. He hits that club two sixty. You know, like where else do you yeah. get that? Like it's un. <clears throat> it was an unbelievable shot, and obviously then he pays it off with the putt, which uh, which just closed it out, and I've it, it broke. Bobby Mack, big shot. Bob broke his I heart. I, I know it's it's you know I, there were a lot of kind of easy um, low hanging fruit comparisons to make about like this is why we love golf and this compare this to the Senate hearings and having to look like there that was there. Um, I'll just say on that in that vein, um, 
I think you see what a national open can mean, certainly to someone of that nationality here in, in Bob McIntyre in tears walking off the round. He said he'll remember the day for the rest of his life, um, regardless of, of what the 64. Um, so you just have like, I don't know. You like to think, and this goes to Rory here too. Um, you like to think some, hopefully most, of these pros play golf because they really like it and maybe even love it. There are probably a lot of them that just play it because they're really good at it and it pays really well. Um, today just felt like, and not to be overly romantic about it, but it felt like something like why they like to do this with this, some of this creativity and why we like to watch it. Right. It just, it, 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 it just, I don't know. It, it stands out in contrast. I'm sorry to throw somebody out there to like, I don't know, Patrick Cantley shooting 65, God. 66 he's, on a weekend. He's becoming and, a Kelly Craft. I know. I didn't mean to do that. He's just but, becoming you know, a whipping, whipping boy. But you would think like these guys were having a ball. I know. I know it was a, it was kind of an ass kicker, but executing that shot. There's a reason why Rory says, "Who's won everything? This is one of the most the proudest days of my career. Proudest wins of my career." There's a like the guy likes to do this. I would think, and he executed it, and that's what makes it fun. That's why they play a lot of times. So. Um, Especially in the fashion, he, bur- he birdied two really tough holes to win. Like that. I loved. Uh, I there I there loved, was the there I, was one birdie on the day on eighteen before 18. Bobby Mack did it, and then Rory does it two three three birdies out of seventy whatever players. They said it was the hardest hole on the PGA Tour last year. Eighteen. I don't know, but you know, yeah. it's a small sample size, and that's. But it's a very hard hole. I loved IBF as he's on the seventeenth tee. He's like, well, he's going to have to go three three to get in the playoff. It's like, well, what about if he goes two three, <laughs> and then there is no play. Like at that point, the more it was more likely than not, there would be a bogey than a birdie at all. And instead, he does two birdies, you know, instead of a bogey par of some sort. And, um. What I tweeted about this was, you know, I thought he was kind of out of sync, right? It's hard to tell when it's blowing Gustin 40, but he had he didn't hit a lot of fairways. He hit some big like balloon shots outright. Uh 10, I think, was was real bad. I think Emmelman said it was one of the worst swings he'd seen. Roy May got under it, like uh, came under it. Um wasn't like I don't know. He's Rory. So like his worst is still like, or not his worst, but his like B or C or some bad swings are still around where he can shoot under par and win. So he wasn't like absolutely smoking the ball. And then, but then he steps on it at the hardest moment. Um, the two iron has been shared quite a bit. Uh, you want to jump in there with that point about kind of how he is yeah, not I, maybe his best there in the middle. I, I would, I would just say like, you know, he made putts today. He made some putts on the back nine, right? Like that's, I, you know, like to a certain extent, this is kind of like the NBA with like, when you're in the hunt, it, it becomes a make or miss league, right? Like the days that the role players in the NBA knock down the open corner threes, you know, you win by 20 and the days they don't, it's a tight game, right? Um, when you're a good team, but like with, with, with Rory and Scotty and, and players of that ilk, right. 
when you making he ran in the long putt on uh maybe 13 was it uh the par three the the his maybe it was a his, later yeah I, 13 or 14 some footer. he he yeah, rolled in yeah. a long putt i saw in the quotes he said the wind blew it in <laughs> so you know like you run in one of those it's it's a steel shot that a stolen shot there and you know like he made the putts that you know sometimes we see him not make but like this is the my whole point like i think like a lot of times we get like where guys don't get stuff done but the only re- way it gets done is if you're there a lot right because like a lot of times it doesn't happen and today he made putts he seemed just just general thought here and i you know i think that this is a lot different let's not make this out to be a major or anything but the it, yep. is his body language in the final round seemed more loose than it than it was at LACC on the weekend. And I get like majors and this are different, but there was just a, a little bit more energy, more movement. It wasn't as stiff. And I think that was like part of it. It's just, you know, go, approaching the final round the way you'd approach other rounds. Right. And I think that was like a big, a big thing. Like he, he seemed very comfortable and, you know, he had a great quote, um, after about the moment, um, Somebody asked him, you had to wait to take that putt on 18. He was getting totally iced on 18. He got 17 wasn't fast either. He's waiting, staring out before he has to hit. He hits third and they're just waiting on the green. And then Tommy Kim ping pongs around back and forth. What was going through your mind? I was just trying to take the scene in everyone around the green. You know, I get to do this not for a living. But I get to do this to try and fulfill my boyhood dreams, I guess. So to be on the green in that environment and more that you can try and smell the roses along the way. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just, I was just trying to take in the scene and do anything to not think about the putt that I was going to try and hit. Uh, I knew what it was. I didn't need to overthink it. It was straight downwind putt. So I just need, needed to get started online. Gravity and the wind conditions will take care of itself. But like that idea of just like sitting back yeah. and enjoying being there. Right. And I think that's like, yeah. I think that's a big attitude shift. And I think that's, you know, it, uh, listen, like <sighs> this has been a crazy year. It's been a great, great golf year. Like incredible. Oh. Oh, so good. So like, just think about the ebbs and flows of the year. If you think about like we come into the year and it's Rory's the best player, undisputed best player in the world. You know, he had he had that unbelievable run wins Kapalua. Rom then all of a sudden comes out blazing. Rory wins at at Dubai, but then he he kind of gets into a rut at when he starts playing in America. Meanwhile, Rom is just winning. He's wins five five times in nine starts. And in there is Scotty. So Rom's the undisputed top player in the world after the Masters. It's you know, we're on this podcast. How could we ever doubt him as the best player in the world, right? Yeah. So that happens. Then Scheffler, we all of a sudden look up and it's like, wow, Scheffler hasn't finished outside the top twelve all year. All year he hasn't finished. He's the best player in the world. It's not even close. You know, and can I interject real quick? On Scotty. Yeah. Did you see the Rick Gaiman stat that he shared? I did Rick not. Rick Gaiman tweeted, there are 23 golfers who have gained 50 plus strokes from T to Green in 2023. 
Scotty Scheffler is the only one who has gained 100 plus. And he's actually gained 186. 186. 23 have gained 50 plus. Only one more than 100. But it's 186 strokes tee to green. Like, I know he's below average putter. We're talking, like, you're just he throwing that into the debate. He the, hasn't. The statistical. He hasn't finished outside of the tw- top 12 in an event all year. And he plays in the best fields. I mean, so anyways, we're in this world where Scotty is the undisputed number one. And here we are going into the open. And it's like, you know what? Is Rory the best player in the world right now? I watched it. I mean, of course, recency bias. You, 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 you click but the TV is, off today and you're like, holy shit, that guy's better. He's the best. But this is the way, this is the way golf has gone this year. It's a, a ba- the thing that's amazing is how these three players, and I think you could even th- kind of throw Brooks into this mix, right? I think you do. So yeah. you got these four guys and there's no other debate of who might be the best in the world, right? Like, I don't yeah. think you can throw, even if Cam goes out and wins, he was so bad. You know, like you, you just look at this and it's just, it's just been an amazing year between if you just take the three of them that are playing on the PGA tour, just for simplicity's case, like it's like a cycle, right? And we're back to Rory and this is the beauty of the game of golf, but like there's nobody else there. Nobody else is in that, in that debate on the, from the PGA tour front. Right. Where you're like, yep. you know what, these guys and I'm sure that those guys, I'm just I'm guessing that John Rahm is like all he really worries about is like Scotty and Rory from in terms of like who's at his level, right? And I'm guessing mm-hmm. Scotty probably thinks about Rory and Rom. And I'm guessing Rory thinks about Rom and you know and Scotty. Like those are the two guys that that are the guy and you throw Brooks in there for the majors, right? But like yeah. You know, it's just a, it's a fascinating year. Um, and and we'll see. You know, if if Rory goes out and wins the Open, like it's he go, he has a chance to get to number one in the world, which is inconceivable in a year that a guy won five times, and another guy hasn't finished outside the top twelve and won the Players and another big event. Yep, I. It's I thought speaking while we're on this, I thought today I was like watching it. Wow, this is like. This is the dream sort of combo leaderboard. It felt like I was watching a PGA Tour, a true strategic alliance of like a European Tour PGA. We had World Hatton, Tour. Fleetwood, Rory, Bobby Mack, of course, is like a dyed in the wool Euro Tour guy right now. You had Scotty Scheffler, who we're used to, is just on the come now. Everybody's like, look out here, he's come, he's coming. You know, Tom Kim. It just felt like a great, a real sort of. Ideal combination, mixing bowl of, of a PGA Tour type leaderboard with those names and, you know, Bobby Mack and the scenery of, of the Scottish Open adding the DP World Tour event uh, element to it. It just it felt like a true sort of mixed event or combo event. So I think like um, honestly la- today is like a day that you look at and you think, you know what? A world golf tour. If if this is if if where we get to with all this fucking disaster that we have going on right now in the sport, if we can get to a world tour where the best players in the world play all around the world, like it was really cool, like that this was in Scotland. This would yeah. this tournament, the same exact thing could have happened, and it wouldn't have had as much of an effect 
if if it was in Cromwell, Connecticut, right? Or <laughs> Jupiter, Florida, right? This had more meaning because it was in Scotland and you had this world elite worldwide competitor field and a guy from Scotland was almost one, right? And the other guy that won is from Northern Ireland. Like that, Matt, they, those were the two guys that that crowd wanted to win. Um, the one thing, just to put a bow on Rory here, uh, that's impressed me is like, he is so much better at golf now than he was when he won the U S open by nine or whatever it was, or when he won even probably in 2014, three times in whatever a month. I, I, I feel like, you know, the, the book on it was like, he's not good in wind. Like he's not, he's actually not good when the elements are adverse and he just feels like, I don't know. He, he has more in his bag now. And I'm not trying to over hype, a, a, you know, a Scottish open. I know it's not a major, but like he had a four iron out. He put a two iron in the bag this week. He puts the four iron back in. He takes the two iron out. Obviously, he took it's been his, so he took his three iron out of the bag. Yes. I'm yes. Yes. So, so he switched. He, he had four. Iron he in didn't his have a, he yeah. didn't have a three iron in the bag this week. So it was either a two, right. a two or a four. His biggest gap. So he, that's like where you could be really in between clubs, right? Sure. He said. Yep. He said afterwards, it probably was a perfect three. How far out was he? Two, two, two. oh two or something like that. And to, to that point, like we're watching seven irons go 100 yards. We're watching some drives go, you know, 260, the biggest drivers in the world. Yeah, he hit it. Then they're hitting it 440. He hit it 250 on, on 18. It's like persimmon, persimmon boy, but in the bag. Well, that's no, what I'm saying. I, the wind—that's the thing—is the I wind know. is the only thing that is left to like somewhat hold people back and get somebody to hit a two iron. How awesome was it seeing a two iron on eighteen? Nobody's making birdie, and then Bobby Mack and Rory go make birdies at the end. You know what? That made that that hole more special that they had long shots in because everybody wasn't birdieing. I mean, do you agree with me? He's such a much more multi-dimensional player yes. now. I, I don't want to overreact to five shots or whatever we saw coming in, but he's so much more multi-dimensional, and that's evidenced by contending at every single major and every single condition almost. You know, he's a much better player now. And I'd say I tweeted this, but it seems like he's built off the LACC stuff. He talked about 14. He like. I'm Rory F. McElroy. I should wait for the right gust or wait for the gust. And I just went and hit. And he was, I know this was much stiffer wind, but he backed off his tee shot three times on 18 and then switched out from the four to the two on the pro shot. I, I don't know. I'm not trying to connect the dots too hard there, but it seems hearkening back to the shot into 14 and LACC. He's like, I'm going to take my time here and go win. So, yeah, I, I think like, you know, there are, there, it's the, Harrington quote, right? Like, I think yeah. I think he has used the LACC experience as a good experience, and I'm not sure that it was the same. He had the same reaction to the old course near miss, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like those were two different experiences for him in the way that he took the experiences with him going forward, and it seems like the LACC one 
he's really moved. He's taken that as like a very big encouragement sign. And I think like, I don't know. I think it's, he went through like some swing stuff in the middle of this year where he didn't like where he was. And then you saw it, it it would kind of bottomed out, obviously the masters and he didn't play well right out of the master. He had the long break and didn't play well at, I think it was Wells Fargo. And then at Oak Hill, he was like in the mix, but he was not playing great. And since basically since then he's, he's gotten seemingly better every week um, with travelers in there as like, you know, he finished top 10, but you know, um, I, this is, this is what you want from the greats, the all time greats. You want them to be able to win in 40 mile per hour wins on a links course. You want them to be able to go to like a dartboard at East Lake and just pick it apart like he would or has. And so I think he's just a more evolved player. Is he so, the favorite next week? Uh, uh um, I guess like, I, it feels like Scotty's the most bankable right now, right? I mean, I, know, I guess we're debating favorite versus most likely to top 10 or top five. That's, I don't know. They're picking hair, picking nits. I, know, I think the three of those guys at the top. I just, uh, I got the, uh, I'm in this majors draft where every, we get like random order pick. And after the, after yep. a year of picking in terrible places, like thirty second, I got the first pick. I, I control oh. I control the draft, as they like you to say in the your, NFL. Yeah. Good, you know. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. thinking about making like everybody that. wait. Like usually, the person with the first pick, <laughs> you know, makes the Is pick out early. Yeah, the only thing yeah. if I make them wait, I'll probably forget and then lose my first pick. You know. <laughs> like a Vikings deal, you let it, yeah. let the clock passes you up. Um, Anything else on right. the Scottish? I mean, do we need to talk about the coverage, the decisions to push play up? People were worked up about the coverage. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to holler about it, but like, um, the product has been so good this year. The PGA Tour product, the players on the course. Like, we're in a major week, and I want to talk about the Scottish Open for 40 minutes. I mean, it, see, Canada, similar. I flew out to L.A. It was 2 in the morning, and everybody's jazzed up. But can he, like, even the sh- weeks that are supposed to be, like, preludes have been so good. And the, the Barbasol. Tour, I'm ready to just talk about the Barbasol. The PGA Tour, um, you cannot have a 17 bullet how to watch guide you can't you just can't and i don't want to holler about it and i don't want to state the obvious this cannot be the showcase for what is happening the amount the how good the product's been and i watched it on the cbs sports app and they have great talent and they're not putting it in the best position like rory's putt goes in at 18 and it just jams. I don't know if this is like the app thing. Just starts jamming ads. Like ad like immediate. I don't know if that's like it's different on the app. And uh, it just wasn't. It, you, it was. I had a great time watching it. I'm not going to deny it. I had a great morning watching golf. But it cannot be so hard. It, it cannot be jumping around. The apps weren't ready to go. And I think it was 6.30 or 7.30. I forget what time I was up. But. It wasn't available on CBS Sports and PGA Tour when they said it would be. It just can't. It it cannot be this complicated. I'm sorry that that that's what I'm worried about with the tour. Essentially, 
in total control again, or I don't know, whatever. There's not, not this race anymore. And I have concerns about that with, you know, preferred lies all over the place. I just, I have concerns about the tour being and, and running the, you know, not being pushed anymore. And it, it's a failing to, for it to be that complicated. I'm sorry to watch that, that good a showcase. That's all I'll say. I won't get worked up beyond that. You have any qualms about the pushing tea times up on Saturday and Sunday? They're going into a major week. They can't go. They can't have a shit storm happen. Listen, I, right? I had a delightful morning. I slept in, got up, <laughs> popped the TV on with a cup with a pot of coffee. You know what I did? I just didn't didn't say hello to reality. I didn't didn't check in on the world. I just <laughs> went about it and and uh, you know, I had a bunch of text messages that were referencing things. I just ignored them. I was so happy to talk about Bobby Maxwin too. Quite honestly, big the shot Bob. Big shot Bob with shot Shanks. Into fifteen. He's back with Shanks. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Caddy's back. The shot into fifteen. I think that was one you were referring to earlier. The sh- like got a good break on eighteen with a horrible oh, drive. Like terrible. A terrible drive. <laughs> Maybe worse than the Candyman's drive on eighteen. <laughs> All right, tell me about Barbara. Do, do an ad read while we're on Scottish Open for a friend. Oh, I wanted. To, I had something. I had. A, I had a note. What? What do you got? What do you got? What's your note? I I gotta What's say, I I wonder if Tommy Fleetwood is allergic to winning. Um, you know, at what point does he get to stop dining out on the final round at Shinnecock? We talk. It was referenced multiple times in the broadcast, but like we talked about like Johnny Miller's years round ago. because he won. I think that's indicative of like what's not happened. So I, I just like I, it was a great round, an incredible round. But he's, why do why, he's a why great do we stop? He's a great player. Okay, he's having a great year, but some of the shots he hit today, it was like what. Is this the same guy? And I, you know, I thought the broadcast was great in that. They're calling like that's just an inexcusable mistake. Yeah, like, Trevor. Trevor was. You can't, yeah, great. Drive. I like can't Trevor is yeah. calling shit like he sees it, and it's delightful. It's a delightful divergence yeah. from like every other golf broadcast that just is terrified of saying, you know, that was a really bad shot. A lot, of, a lot of pub for the Cervati family too, as well in the broadcast. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Renaissance, the whole development. Of Renaissance. But, uh, yeah, Fl- Fleetwood. Um, I, I, I don't want to. I don't know what to say. The Sunday is is bad. It's really, really bad. Um, okay, that does it. Let's do it. Let's go to our friends for zero restriction. You know, it was this time last you year. You know what? To, yeah, we're to, on our way to Scotland. You know what would have been useful today? I saw players just, you know, like you know, having to hunch over to walk forward. The wind was so strong. Having something that was windproof. They got a lot of windproof. They got a lot of waterproof. waterproof. This is this is. I mean, this was their charge. Like Rory was put on this earth to win. Great championships to be an all timer to uh, show out and delight and entertain. Zero restriction. It probably wouldn't have even been with Rory McIlroy. Probably wouldn't have even been close if Rory was affiliated. We can't not affiliate. We cannot. (laughs) We're not just immediately creating activations in our head here. But a lot of pros do wear zero restriction, whether they're paid to or not. That's their rate. I saw. um, 
There were some guys. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it, but definitely guys, maybe some live guys who might not have, uh, you know, apparel deals anymore. They're going to zero restriction because that's the go-to waterproofing, windproofing, weatherproofing gear. Outerwear. For Scotland, Just outerwear. Yeah. Yeah. Outerwear. I wear a lot of vests of theirs. They you got know, a multitude of hoodies. You know what now. I've gotten multitude into? And this might be, you're in sweaty what? boy season. This doesn't apply to you. I mean, it's hot as shit right now. It's going to be 55 in the morning. And you know what's been great? It's like the lightweight hoodies that they got. It's great. Oh, oh they got a bunch. Perfect of for like. Yep. So if you're planning ahead, if you're in sweaty boy season right now, if you're planning ahead, could be a great fall piece. They've really diversified their their offerings in terms of styles and functions. So go to zerorestriction.com. Use the promo code SGS30. You get 30% off, which is a good chunk of change when you get to that cart and you just apply it a lot comes off there i'll tell you but if you are going on a links trip or just you know uh, going to youth sports on the sidelines and you need some waterproof or you need weatherproof you're just a little chilly go to zerorestriction.com use the promo code sgs30 they of course got us to scotland last year longtime supporters of the program along with b dratty so uh support them for supporting us sgs30 all right all right uh, one one last i'm driving one last tie go tie ahead. up here um, David Lingmurth, Ben An, Ben On, yep. and uh, Nikolai Hogard punched their tickets to the open. Is is David Lingmurth a zombie? What does that mean? Just like this guy of the early 2010s can't be killed off. <laughs> cannot be killed off. Well, we 25, 30 years from now, we're gonna be like, oh, David Lingmurth, he finished uh, eighth this week. <laughs> He's somehow maintained some standing in the game for that long, and uh, he's still playing. It's great. I mean, big ups to him. I think he went over to the Scottish with, you know, obviously fringe status, and all of a sudden he's now in the Open, gets an Open champion. One of the all-time – he's got some all-time bad outfits in the uh, in the archives there. You know, Lane Mert, that's when you know you've been around, is when you can go in the photo uh, archives – and find some truly heinous outfits. That's just indicative of your longevity is when you can really, and Lynn Mirth has a few skeletons in that, that uh, scripting past of his. So congrats. I to didn't him. hear I anything. Mean, you just had really my impressive. AirPods cut out. I know. I was and you fiddle around. <laughs> yeah. So All right. David Lane Mirth segment. You might have segment. to deal with a little right. uh, old school uh, headphone feedback. That's fine. Echo. Te- technical uh, issues. Not our, our shoe our, sponsor. You know, a technical issue. Not our shoe sponsor. <laughs> Echo. Just a technical issue. <laughs> Uh, ECHO. All right. Tell me about the Barbasol. I'm in the car. I'm driving from Ohio back to DC. I was, uh, I hear about the Candyman, went, Vincent Norman. I'm getting texts. What's going on? I went on, on a here? hike to try and sweat it out today. And I came back. From, okay. I came back from the hike with the wife, and it was just. Uh, I turned on the Barbasol. It was, it was wonderful theater. I turned it on. And David Cohn's kid, Trevor, is just just puking all over himself. The split finger wasn't dropping out of the zone like it's supposed to. Just, Typical just, trademark David Cohn's split. It's, I mean, these guys, none of them wanted to win. So he makes a double on, I think, 17. Then uh, it's Vincent Norman, the candy man. Our guy, the candy man. It's his to lose. On 18, he hits just like a snap hook. 
over over like next to a bunker i mean it's like the david cone's kid hit it (laughs) hit it driver and he had like seven yards in it was not like a can we it made they made this whole so uh candy man makes this hole look like just like an impossible golf hole and he like lips in a six footer for bogey to get into the playoff with this guy that like it looked like he had no chance of winning at the end this other guy uh what's his name it was uh nathan <laughs> kimsey i mean who <laughs> can i read the leader is that a euro just... tour is that a euro tour guy that came yes. over can i read you the leaderboard of this event we cover this for a living it was the most absurd list of names. Vincent Norman. <laughs> All incredibly talented people. Just want to preface this. I'm sorry. We're not, Vincent Norman ahead. and Nathan Kimsey in the playoff. Norman goes on to win with a par, of course. Kimsey bogeys the playoff hole. Adrian Sadier <laughs> was in third with Trevor Cohn. Who I the only thing I know about him is he 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 has the same last name as the '90s Braves pitcher, and was he on the, the Mets too? David Cohn. David Cohn. He, he was on the never was Braves, the Mets, Yankees, 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 Blue Jays. Yeah, he was on yeah, the Braves. Never Braves. David. Cohn? Yeah, he was on it when it was it was Maddox. Small. No, no. Yes, he was. No, Let, no. We need to go to the Wikipedia no. here. He's Blue Jays, Yankees, Mets. Never. He was not part of the Maddox Glavin Smoltz. I, I'm positive. No way. I'm positive he was. We're looking up David Cohn. Blue Jays, 92. Cy Young. Yeah. No, no Braves. No Braves. Right. In there. He, was a, he was an AL East guy. Who's right, the Braves ahead. third pitcher? It was Maddox Smoltz. Who's the other Glavin. Guy? Oh, Glavin. Glavin. That's Tom Glavin. Him. Confusing okay. that my nineties baseball. And then the guy yeah, uh Abbott oh, yeah? in there, I think. Jim Abbott, I think. I could be wrong on that one too. All right, go All ahead. Right, Lucas <laughs> Lucas Glover with his broom, who's now like a reborn yeah. golfer because he finally oh, went to the I broomstick. Mean, yeah, lawn putting Luke lawn putter Lucas, belly putting. Uh, go ahead. Taylor Pendrith reborn. Daniel Brown. So Who? D- yeah. The author? <laughs> Opus Day, what was that? The Da Vinci Code. Some other right. names on this leaderboard. You know, you got like Grayson Murray, Taylor Pendrith, Akshay, sure. but then you got Masahiro sure. Kaw- Kawamura, da- the viral guy, David Ravetto. Come on, the Muscat. Big day for the Scandinavians. Huge day. Lynn Christopher Grant. Bring. I mean. Bring what? Christopher Bring? I mean, there's there's like legitimately in the top 15, four names I've never seen. What do these Euros think of just being dropped into Kentucky? I got to wonder what that's all about. Nathan Kimsey. It's Sadier. Interesting. We got okay. to get somebody to react like Colsarts reacts. So you were legit entertained. Oh, I loved it. Fest. I loved it. Okay. It was just after watching like just pure shot making coming down the stretch of the Scottish and a guy winning then in the afternoon you were just treated to the other like pleasure of watching just trains run off the tracks get derailed coming down the stretch trying to win 
And I was thinking well, the whole I time, mean, I'm thinking through the lens of like, oh, this guy gets to be whoever wins this event is exempt for two years, no matter what. You know, Nathan Kimsey. <laughs> Say hello to your new home in America, Nathan Kimsey. Because you because you beat this. I, I think the Candyman, the Candyman's a dark horse. Ryder Cup. He's a legit player. He I mean, he's a rookie. He's a, he's got some, you know, TBD. He could be a real player, right? But these I mean, events. It's good. This is the Logan Roy. You're not serious, people. This isn't a serious event. You know what's not serious? The trophy. You get tagged in. Did you look at that trophy? It is pathetic. Don't even have a trophy. It's this little cup. How are you not giving out a shaving cream can, a bronze shaving cream can, if you're the Barbasol? But yeah, or it's a not razor, a, a golden razor, and you just hold the yeah. razor up. How good would that be? I won. Not a not a serious event, but with serious perks. Two year exemption. <laughs> Three hundred FedEx cups points, whatever that means. I was thinking about it, Kinda like crazy Bob McIntyre. Finishing second in Scotland or Norman winning this? What was more impressive? <laughs> the 64 at Scottish Open. Yeah. I mean, this is just this. This is why these events shouldn't exist. I, I'm sorry that I keep repeating this take. But they just every time, every time there is one, I'm reminded that they shouldn't exist. Sounds wildly entertaining, though. You were interested. It's the Candyman. Two things can be true. I was like, I was was glued to the TV, (laughs) and I also thought that thought this shouldn't be happening. Uh, anything else on the Barbasol? The trophies. I had the note. I had to. I had to get that out there. Look up the trophy. It's so bad. Um, I'll look it up. Okay. Congrats to the Candyman. I mean, just. A real, you know, that's a Brentley Romine told us. Everybody in Sweden, I guess, every fifth person is a can- grows up as the son of a candy shop owner, and he's a he was one. Which they're like accountants. It's some, held in some high, you know, in some sort of you know normal kind of upbringing. Candy people. So that's Vincent Norman um, on the Dana Open, the LPGA. Lynn Grant. I mean, the Chinholtz, the the brother and sister, the one who dates Norman. She did. She showed out well. Dana Open. Lynn Grant wins there. Good, good day for the Swedes. Um, she has not been playing much on the LPGA because of the, I think the visa issues or whatever related to the vaccine. But immediately wins. Played okay at the Pebble, I believe, and then wins in uh, Northwest Ohio. Uh, did you see Lydia Ko was assessed seven shots, seven shot penalty uh, out in Toledo? You're frozen. I didn't was. see this. So a lift clean in place, preferred lies issue at the LPGA. So preferred li- preferred lies were in effect for holes one and ten only. Only on two holes were preferred what? lies in effect. Lydia Coke got crossed up and you know, lift clean and placed on three, seven, nine, and she got seven penalty shots. And was pop that it had a disaster of a scorecard. That's a bizarre. I don't think I've ever seen that where it's just too. I, 
you know, I think you should probably know every time and you should probably know in this time too, but that's a little more excusable getting crossed up. Listen, somewhere, somewhere a PGA tour official is saying, see, that's why we do preemptive <laughs> left clean in place. There's a lot of that this week at Barbasol forecast at seven o'clock tonight calls for some rain. You know, everybody, uh, I will say Grant? Allison Cor- Corpus, what a, oh, yeah. what a great performance. You know, if it back, wasn't for it Lynn Grant, like blacking out on, on Saturday, she we might be talking about her winning her second LPGA yeah. win right after winning a major. So that's that was really great. That was a great performance. So good to back it up. Speaking of blacking out, Steve Stricker is dominating the senior circuit and he's not going to get the Social Security slam. Thanks to Bernhard Langer's uh, work at his home turf, Century World, the Flowerville. But he has now won. Three I have to of wonder four. if there's just re- too much pressure on him at, at Century World, <laughs> playing in front of the home crowd. It's like Rory at Portrush. It was just like got a little too much at the beginning. Yeah, um, Century World. Uh, he's won the Regents Tradition, which you know, and then he won the Frisco Senior, the, the stand-up mixer. And now he's won the senior players, now known as the Call It Companies Championship at Firestone. Beats uh, David Toms by three. He's he's very, very good Champions Tour player. I know we've talked about Podrick Harrington making the cha- you know the Ryder Cup on the Euro side. I don't think you know America's a little more has a little more options, a few more options there. Who would you take right but now next week if they both were playing, JT or Steve Stricker? <laughs> At the Ryder Cup? No, next week the Open if they both were playing. Oh, the British Open yeah. or something? Uh, I, all right. I think Steve Stricker. He was. I mean, a, I know. I mean, he's, he was a cut making machine. Yeah. In those. Up until like a couple years ago, well, didn't he have the most consecutive make cuts at uh That sounds right. Yeah. Besides, yes, I think that in a major. Yeah. He, he'd made like 40. And he was into his 50s. 50. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it'd be interesting to watch him at the Players' Championship next year. See how that works at, at a real brute because you get an exemption now for winning the senior players. But he's. You got to call it out. You got to note it. He's won the three thing, or four though, majors. is at the players, he'll be just like come, just getting out of winter, you know, because he lives up in Wisconsin. He'll be rusty, not midseason like right now. I think it could be in question if he shows up to play the senior British because some of these guys, I think he's one who just goes home to Wisconsin for the summer. I think he's one who might skip it, which would be no. insane when you think about it. I think he might not play it. So, As Blocky would say, we'll no. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. We're getting some Blocky intel. He's apparently has some big, big made for TV event in Canada coming up. We're getting our friends of the North are sharing the promo for it. Um, on the Corn Ferry Tour, Nicholas Lindheim wins the Ascendant presented by Blue which is at TPC Colorado. I don't know what blue is. 700-yard hole. I didn't see it much cat, yeah, catnip yeah. on it. I know. Lindheim, I mean, that's your... That's, uh, 4A guy. That's the three... Yeah, I mean, I was going to say 4A, but more... Yeah. <laughs> he's a 4A, 4A guy. He is. He's a 4 He's up and down. Comes up each September. He's a lefty one-out guy in the bullpen, though. I wouldn't say he's even an everyday player. So they bring him up in the bullpen every September. Lindheim wins at the TPC Colorado, the Ascendant, presented by Blue. How about um, how about the okay. Illini? Uh, Adrian uh, Dumont de Chassart. How about T6, 
guy uh-huh. has come up and just finished. In the, he has a win, a second, and a couple other top tens. Well, I don't want to go down this road again, and I don't want to get into it too long. But shouldn't recent developments with do they do just start whatever Adrian did start? What was that? Ricky Castillo, whatever his name is, <laughs> today with Vincent Norman, a rookie, the, can- the Candyman. I mean, shouldn't we need to think about like Daniel Chopra shooting eighty-eight at Barbasol? Like, we just have to reconsider the whole structure, and especially I don't right now. Can of worms. But it just feels like everything we've just watched, especially this summer. What are we doing with some Omar Uresti, Daniel Chopra? I, you know, we go through it. I don't want to do it any again, but and now, now you made me just want to look at the bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> now, Be now careful. we're going. Kevin we're Stadler, going. we're going. Gergis. there. Jeff Overton. I didn't even know Jeff Overton. Oh, Christ. He was in the field. I missed him for in, yeah, out, or alternate. He would have been incredible. 77, 77. Would you have said in, out, or alternate if I had said out? <laughs> I think out. I think out for Overton. I thought he stopped playing. By the way, did you see the spread while we're looking at bottom of the leaderboard spread at uh, Firestone? No. Pretty good. Stricker was 11 under. The spread, there was a DF tied second DFL was Freddie Funk at 23 under or 23 over, I should say. But actual DFL was a whole nine shots worse than second to DFL. Dan Forsman, a favorite of yours, that you've thrown out recently. Swedish, Swedish pancake zone. You got five wins. Dan Forsman, 32 over. Spread comes in at a healthy 43 shots at the TPC. Firestone. I keep wanting to call it TPC Firestone, but okay. Um, All right. I think that does it. Unless you want to read more of the bottom of the Barbasol. I'm hoping that we didn't lose this recording. No, come on. Don't say that. I don't know. I'm, I we had we had an we had issue. We had a great episode. We had a great episode. <laughs> don't say that. We I don't know. Great... I'm hoping. I'm I'm not trying to wish don't, it into existence. Don't, We're don't. my computer overheated in this hot shed. I just drove from Ohio. <laughs> it's eleven thirty. I'm not re-recording. Come on, please don't tell me. All right. If the, the, um, the, the the file stopped. It's in limbo right now. Shit. Okay. Everyone enjoy your Mondays. We're gonna have daily. The podcast when the open starts we'll be having daily newsletter we're going to be up crack of dawn late night on the west coast we're going to be tweeting and covering it soup to nuts can't wait can't wait for the best coffee golf of the year uh subscribe to the friday newsletter and uh you know follow us we'll be here all week all right talk to you then